Welcome to the Empower Fitness and Nutrition Podcast. My name is Kieran and... I'm Amy. Welcome. Uh, the Empower Fitness and Nutrition Podcast is, uh, is, is... We're going to talk a little bit today about what that is, what, uh, why Empower, who Empower Fitness and Nutrition are, us. We're going to talk about what we do, who we are, and why we have a podcast and why we're here talking about all things in fitness and uh, and nutrition. It's in the so, name, so we kind of have to. Yeah, we kind of have to, yeah. So I think we're going to start with uh, a bit about who we are. Yeah, I'll kick off. Yeah, kicks off, go. So I'm Amy, I'm originally from Scotland, now we're both in London. Um, yeah, I started originally with coaching. I'd done a lot of CrossFit for, I think I'd been in CrossFit for about five, six years. I'd always wanted to study nutrition. I wanted to drop out of my degree in festival and event management, realizing that actually it wasn't going to give me the, the future that I hoped that it would. And I'd always, for at this point, about seven years, thought about the idea of doing nutrition and I'd been too scared to change. And then eventually sat in Victoria Park one afternoon with a cup of coffee sat in pavilion if anyone knows where it is you can imagine the scene <laughs> sat looking at the at the pond <laughs> and i'm sat with my notebook and i'm writing a pros and cons list of whether it's worth changing what i do or not and ultimately got to you could do this and you'll improve your life and that would be the worst case scenario the best case you kind of change career and then you change other people's lives so then it kind of seemed like a no-brainer regardless of all of the other pros and cons and big cons that were on the list just give it a shot and see what happens. See, kind of, was it worth the seven years of thinking about it and not changing? So then I did, and now I've been coaching for the last four years, and I've coached some really awesome people through that process. I've added kind of additional qualifications. So I've done some stuff on gut health. I've done things on hormone health. I've looked at sports nutrition, a lot of stuff around behavior change, just to understand more about like the nuances that come up through nutrition and the questions that people ask to always just continue learning. So prior to having done this, I worked in kind of marketing and events and PR. I worked for the Ryder Cup when it was in Scotland, which was lots of fun of me just running around a golf course for six months and then suddenly one night telling my dad everything that I could possibly remember about every golfer. And then two weeks later, I couldn't remember any of it. Um, <laughs> it was a really strange experience for my parents. And then I went on to work in the US for a small charity and then realized, oh, this is a way that I can help people and maybe this is, is something that I could do. So I worked in international development when I moved to London and it was cool, but it was just kind of a lot of long hours and being sat at a desk, which I wasn't passionate about kind of being sat still and not seeing the change that I was making. So yeah, then fast forward, did a, did a coaching qualification, COVID happened and then we came out of it. And uh, yeah, four years of all of this fun of, of helping lots of people. That's a much more interesting story than mine is going to be. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 like, you One of us has to have an elaborate yeah, story. Exactly. <laughs> before, before you even started coaching, you were you were doing CrossFit already, which you've now been doing for what eleven years. Eleven years. I think we were talking about this week is the eleventh year, and you've actually done more than you've been doing it longer than I have. Mm. Uh, actually, CrossFit, you've been doing. Longer yeah, than I've still I got have. so few of the skills. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and that you've been you, you, the, the people you've worked with over the time has been have been like kind of a wide array of of different people, and you kind of draw specific experience from you having previously been in an office job. Yeah. 
I've worked with people that I used to work in the office with, then reached out after I left to get help with nutrition. They've asked to do like corporate things, talking about menopause. They've done intros to nutrition and then they've referred me to friends. Or when I first started, my parents were my biggest source of advertising, um, where they would just tell every single friend that I was doing nutrition and I'd do like 20 quid a month coaching with them. <laughs> and it was amazing. Yeah. I remember I'd always sit with Wendy on a Wednesday afternoon and we'd have a call. She'd be in Scotland, I'd be in London. And we'd both have a cup of tea and we'd just chat about everything that happened in the last <laughs> week. And I learned so much from coaching Wendy and then her husband worked with me and then they'd refer me to people and then gradually, yeah, just worked with more and more people, just learning more about kind of common challenges and starting to just, yeah, see what, what people's everyday life was like mm. and then where I could start to, to access kind of more of those people that really needed help and I really enjoyed working with. Mm. I guess equally you had a pretty unique unique in the way that you could re relate to the majority of people's lives because you worked a job that ran 9 to 5 or you worked which I'm sure you're going to talk about didn't really run 9 to 5. Yeah, never. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what job really works 9 yeah, to 5? Yeah, exactly. But like, you worked a job like that that wasn't fitness pri prior to being in the, the fitness and nutrition industry. So you were kind of a, very relatable to the challenges that those people would have because you've experienced that yourself. Yeah, I understand what it's like to be stuck behind a desk for eight plus hours of the day and feel like you have no control over your time and kind of you want to say no to deadlines, but you can't. So being able to understand, like, I still managed to, to train every day and I still managed to eat healthily and I still looked after myself, despite the fact that work kind of took over mm. my life for, for quite a period of time. Mm. There you go. That's, that's a pretty good, I think that was a pretty good summary, to be fair. Yeah. That was a pretty good summary of who you are. Um, what about you, boss? Uh, my name is Kieran. Uh, I'm a I'm a fitness person through and through, <laughs> from the beginning. Uh, I, I've been I've been training, been lifting weights for well, maybe I'll be 15 years. Uh, I'm I'm 28, so I started when I was 13. I learned about lifting weights from YouTube videos. I taught myself from YouTube videos when I was 13 in school. Luckily, when I was in school, I had a there was a there was a really good setup, a good gym setup. Uh, which I was able to use, and I would train like four, five days a week, Monday to Friday, uh, and I played rugby on the weekends, and that's probably a, one of the one of one of the things that guided a lot of what I've done previously. Is I played rugby from the age of seven, um, all the way up until about five years ago. So I played I played for a little over fifteen. Uh, was that fifteen years? Am I doing my maths right there? That's somewhere around maths that. is not my yeah. skill. So I don't somewhere know. around somewhere around fifteen years playing rugby. Um, so, I kind of I'm, I've been a fitness person through and through, and I started with uh, I started coaching out of my garage at home, and I started with with four square meters of like rubber flooring. I think I had a barbell, a box, some some bumpers, some dumbbells, uh, and like literally all of that was pretty much on that four square meter of flooring. You had to move stuff around to do it. I and still I, can't believe this. Every time I go back and train, that there was more than two people ever in there. <laughs> but, the, but, but the way that looks now, so the <clears> the way the, the garage is still there, we still have that. We don't live I don't live there anymore. Um, I'm gonna have to try and find a picture and put it and try and yeah. link it in the show notes so it's there, so you can see. <laughs> uh, it's 
I, I, I started coaching people. I actually started coaching people for free. So this was whilst I was whilst I was still in college. I was um, I, I was kind of I was playing rugby. I was doing some sports science stuff, uh, and I just started coaching people for free because I was interested in, in in doing it. And I started because I found CrossFit. Prior to that, I didn't really want to ever be a personal trainer because all I knew of what personal training was was kind of counting reps for people sat on machines which having come a long way from that kind of mindset now um i realize it's it's not really that but on the face of it when i was that age and i, I was like i said i never wanted to be a pt so i started coaching people for free when i found crossfit uh, and, and and i did my level one pretty much straight away i started actually just coaching people just so i could i, I enjoyed doing it from there i kind of grew uh, a, a kind of small client base of one-on-one of -on -one people I was still playing rugby at the time uh, and I was I was training myself I worked with some people online uh, through I coached a number of people online as well slowly grew up that gym the the gym that I had from four square meters of flooring so I slowly took over the whole garage it was a one car one car garage just for reference it's a bit bigger than a one car garage though because a little bit bigger it's a bit bigger than like a classic one car garage it's yeah. kind of like a I don't know what, how wide it was. Is it like, like one and a quarter. It's a one and a quarter car. Yeah, and then that's it's, right. yeah probably on both yeah. sides, it's probably about one and a quarter. Yeah, it's about one and a quarter. And what, what we ended up with having there after a couple of years was, um, I coached there for about, for, I think, um, a little over over three years. And ended up with kind of a full setup with uh, two squat bays, a uh, couple of barbells, bumpers, dumbbells. And I was coaching groups of people in uh, groups of like six people in a room that was what we put them in like four meters wide by how many floor tiles is it one two three four five maybe six i think i think it's about four meters wide by six meters long i think i'm, I'm guessing yeah six or seven yeah so it's kind <clears> of that 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 for a bigger space and i was coaching groups of six people and I did that for a long time, and I had still had one-on-one -on -one clients, and I kind of built that up. Um, and then I kind of had the opportunity to move to London, so I, I, I did. I, I moved away from that, and I started coaching at, at a CrossFit box. Uh, I coached there for a number of years, moved to another CrossFit box, and kind of have been coaching in total now. I'm close to kind of nine, uh, I think I'm nearing on nine years, or just over nine years, that I've been on the floor coaching people uh, uh, for, for that period. Um, so kind of my my biggest things that kind of I do that I'm kind of experiences I've been I've been in sport. Uh, I played a lot of sport. Granted, I've not done the same as you. Has been like a different job, so not um, as relatable in that sense. But slightly different for myself is kind of building muscle the entire time through growing up and going uh, being an adult has been fairly challenging and difficult. Uh, and that's kind of a big area of interest for a lot of the people that I like to work with is 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 trying to help them build muscle and how they can do that with without having to feel like you're force feeding yourself which granted sounds like it's not that bad a thing where you just get to eat more um, just becomes boring when you have to do it all the time you're permanently sick it's so kind of the opposite problem face. to a lot of the people that i work with that yeah. are slightly more fat loss based or unintentionally starving themselves to yeah. to get that different aesthetic that actually eating more yeah. would be much much better in every regard mm. <laughs> yeah absolutely and like i've uh, i've got through periods in my life where i've 
been in in areas where I've had much more muscle mass. <laughs> I've been in areas where uh, work started to take a priority and I've had much less and moved kind of up and down through that a, a few times. So kind of that's a big, big area that can fairly relate to, to people having changing priorities uh, and things like that. But I've been a, I've been a coach for, for nearing on nine years. I'm a CrossFit level three coach. Uh, I need to renew soon. Do do the renewal pretty soon. Big exam. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I'm a CrossFit level three coach, uh, and um, I, I, that's kind of what I've done. And you've had a podcast, been. yeah, way back. Uh, yeah, a, lo- a long time ago. I think when I, at the time when I was coaching people in that kind of first three years of me coaching, I had a podcast where I talked about stuff like this. I did. I talked about a lot about fitness. Uh, I talked a lot about building muscle. Talked a lot about kind of habits. Uh, changing lifestyles, how to eat, what to eat, why you don't need to count macros or you can count macros. Kind of the lifestyle approach to to making changes and making people kind of stronger and fitter and healthier and be able to enjoy life more. Yeah. You find some of those... um the ebooks and things that you'd yeah. made before. We found them the other night. We actually found some, yeah. We found some. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote a bunch of ebooks back way back. So I'm like... This would have been like six years ago, six seven years ago. I wrote a bunch of ebooks, and there were those some some nutrition ones. There were some training ones, which had kind of like full six week programs in, uh, and this all stuff I just used to put out for put out for free, and I kind of that's what kind of really helped me work with the people that I worked with. Was kind of I just did a lot of that mm-hmm. uh, and put a lot of the content out for free. So this there's kind of a big piece of the podcast is kind of is doing that yeah. is so we can give out a lot of information we can hopefully distill down some of the some of the information that's out there uh, into some of the more important stuff uh, and actually the stuff that really makes a difference because there's, there's loads of stuff you can you can you can listen to you can read you can find online and um, I would say not to say that it's wrong it's more to say that there are there are certain orders of priority that make sure for, for, for most people mm. are where the things really matter yeah uh, and that's kind of a, with all the people that we work with uh, which are very normal people like we don't work with many people on the performance end of the spectrum like very normal people want to be want to be stronger want to look better want to build muscle lose fat whatever it is they're, they're stressful lives I think the biggest uh, one that I get is like, I want to have more energy. Have more energy. Like when yeah. I used to coach cal- class a lot and I'd be dancing around whilst they'd be on the rest and someone would turn around to me and just be like, I want to be like that. I want to dance around in between rest times. Like, how come you get to dance? Mm. It's like, I eat well and I sleep enough. Okay, I want that. What do we do? Yeah, that's okay, kind of cool. the, th- that's the real area that we work in and excel in. Uh, is people, people want that. We don't. We don't necessarily work with building that top end of, uh, of absolute performance. Equally, we still have people that want to perform well and do events, and like they they might be might be doing high rocks, they might be doing triathlons, they might be doing crossfit competitions, things like that. Yeah. But as part of a, a kind of it's people that do right? that to kind of add on to it's kind of a, a thing to show that the training that they're doing is kind of meaningful, and they can test out what those skills are, mm. and they can kind of have something to look forward to in a point in time that gives them a goal. But it's not their career. It's not everything they do. Mm. It's the thing that supplements it for fun. Kind of the people that I used to be when I had a yeah. job, and then you, the training yeah. was the fun escape yeah. from the office. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. 
So I guess we're kind of why we have a podcast is we get I get a lot of questions, uh, and this is a really good medium to help people access the information, help people start to start to implement it. So a lot of the episodes we're going to do and we will do uh, and have done already that you'll be able to listen to after this uh, are hopefully very actionable. There's a lot of stuff you can go away and do uh, and from it. There'll hopefully some realign kind of orders of importance for some things, I think I would say as well. Yeah. It's like what the important bits you should maybe think about uh, depending on what your context is for what you want to change and where you want to go and a lot of information from our own experience and experiences with the people that we've coached yeah which hopefully we're going to get some of the people that we've coached onto the podcast at, at, at a certain point to talk about their experience and the things that they've changed and and hopefully that can help people realize that I think a big part is that that nutrition and how you treat the rest of your life outside of the gym is such a bigger piece for feeling like you have more energy, feeling better, changing the way your body looks. All of that is is, is significantly more important and does weigh more yeah. than 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 the hour of training. Mm. Although the hour of training is still is also important. Is also important. It's just yeah. The balance of those things, like that one hour that's in the gym is, is really key and largely for our mental health and feeling like, oh, f- like I showed up somewhere. And just that act of showing up can often be really kind of the the best thing that happens to us. Like we yeah. see our friends or we see that coach or we just took an action for ourselves. But actually in the, the other 23 hours in the day, there's a lot of little actions that we often overlook that that are just as important, if not more important, and kind of the one of the points of this podcast is to to emphasize what those other things are and finding the the simplest way and the smallest action that you could take up to kind of maybe the slightly more complicated ones i think um someone that i've worked with sinead i've worked with for maybe three years now she was one of my first clients and uh, thank you sinead for putting up with me we're still together <laughs> my favorites great you can't say favorites um <laughs> and often like she'll just reflect and be like I wasn't an angry person. I wasn't depressed. I wasn't this. I was just hungry. I'm realizing <laughs> that actually, like, kind of eating properly and understanding what fuel you need and when you need it and what's going to make you feel better and kind of how you can set up your life to, to feel good and not have to stress about, like, I'm counting calories because that's what Slimming World told me I was supposed to do. Or free food and not free food. Or kind of heavily underslept or super stressed because of studies or because of work. That actually, when you get all of those things into balance it makes such a difference and kind of understanding where you are and what you need to then be able to take actions and feel good rather than if we overcomplicate things or ignore things we just don't feel great mm. yeah yeah absolutely so kind of that's the that's going to be the main main kind of things we talk about and hopefully we get like you said like people like Sinead and some of the clients we work with we'll hopefully try and get them on to We'll uh, bribe John with some barbecue or something. Yeah, we'll get, <laughs> get on and talk about the kind of, uh, just like a real life example of what they've changed and how the outcome of that is, is, has been for them. And kind of is hopefully people can take away some stuff uh, and learn from from that. So we'll, we'll make that happen. But yeah, uh, that's kind of why we, a bit, a bit about us and, and why we have a podcast. Why Empower? I think this one, I mean, this is probably mostly down to me. Um, yeah, because you kinda, is realized we've, we've, we're kind of, because you've been coaching. I've been coaching. Spe- specifically co- co- coaching nutrition for, for quite a few years. And we talk about 
well, I guess we spoke about it quite frequently and fairly often about why you why you coach people mm. in nutrition and through every single one of those conversations and multiple lines of that conversation and multiple different sentences you said the words empower and you said it all the time yeah uh, do you want to explain what that means i guess for me so th- kind of there's a couple of bits behind it so one of them is kind of when i think of the people that i work with i think about people like my little sister and like my mum and like my mum who's done very little training and is now really trying to get, get into it. We can get Gina on the podcast. We can get Gina on the podcast and she can talk about how awesome Tom is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so my mum who hasn't done strength training before and is now trying to get into some form of movement that she just, we're still trying to find the one she finds most fun. Um, and she's had kind of a couple of health things in the last couple of years, but kind of using nutrition as a tool to be able to, to improve her health. And she's been working with Tom for the last six months and it's made such a difference. And wanting to be able to to help other women like my mum who haven't understood the power of nutrition or they haven't understood kind of the the value of exercise or how important sleep is and kind of understanding, especially when I look at my mum to my sister and then me in the middle of like kind of going from being girls that don't understand what's going on with their hormones through to as we grow up and kind of our hormones change and our jobs add stress and then that changes again what our hormones do so then we're like oh my body's just not really cooperating with me to understand how we can help that to get better then working through to to potentially pregnant women although that's not my specialist area by any means um through to like perimenopause and and menopause just understanding I love working with women and I love helping them to understand how strong they are and how powerful they are and what they're capable of doing because so often we try and make ourselves small and we shouldn't think of ourselves as small. We should want to take up space and we should feel confident to take up space. So a lot of the time I remember to, this was the second point of kind of why the name, I remember PT at Christmas and I was working with Sinead and Emily, two amazing women that I work with. And Emily, both of them actually coming in and being super stressed because they'd been at home at Christmas or kind of different stuff had been going on. And they came in kind of frantic and, and rattled. I remember getting Emily to lie on the floor and pull her knees into her chest and just breathe. I was like, take a minute, calm down. Let's just, what do you need? And then we loaded up the barbell and we did the heaviest deadlifts that she's done in two years. <laughs> and it was like, I just want you to feel empowered and strong and able to take on the six things you just told me that are taking up space in your brain and you feel scared about it and you feel worried about it and you don't know how to take control of. I, hopefully we've just given you the strength to walk out of here and deal with all of that stuff. I think I must have said empower about 20 times in that session. I was like, oh, I think this is the name. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's the kind of having been the, the overweight, the timid person, the, the person that didn't want to say something in case they were wrong or say no to someone in case I upset them. I want to give women the freedom and the feel the value in themselves. And anybody, it doesn't have to just be women. Like men should be strong too. But I feel like women need a little bit more advocating for. You know, it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the idea behind it. We want to empower people with the the tools, whether that be in nutrition, whether it be in strength, whether it be in lifestyle, to feel like they, no matter what situation comes up in front of them, they're able to walk out the door and they can crush it because they know how to handle it they know okay i'm on the go i go and i get this food and this is going to make me feel good okay i've got a lot of stressors coming up right stop everything sleep and being able to just know in different situations 
what is required to feel their best self. I think one word that they put in was confidence. Mm. I think that was kind of one of the big ones is empower people to have the confidence to understand that they can do things. Yeah. And that with, with the, the people we've worked with, countless times who start working with someone and they and they, they eventually they, they get to a point where they can do they can do things whether it's fitness or like whether it's uh, whether it's physical fitness or whether it's m mental challenges whether it's life challenges and they're able to do far more than what they ever thought they could yeah. and that that kind of I think is the the big underpinning part to, to what empower means is, is is empowering people to believe that they can do they can do more and ha can have the confidence to do more than what they thought they could. Yeah, definitely. So that is why empower. And now let's talk a bit about what we do. If we kind of mentioned it a little bit, we work with we work with pretty pretty regular people uh, and empower them to, like we just said, have confidence to believe in in themselves. Give. give Add some flavour. Add some flavour to what to, to what we do. Who we work with. Paprika uh, and garlic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That. Preferably more than the salt and pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Kind of the the improving people's quality of life and value of life. I guess. Um, been able to to find ways to have more fun and it not just being okay. I just have to sit at my desk and I have to eat boring salads and plain chicken. Like, what's the what's the stuff that that makes the holidays better, that makes playing with children or grandchildren or going out on nights out with friends, all of that just be more fun and kind of live your life to the fullest because you feel like your best self. So in doing that, kind of a lot of the, the areas that we will work on, you specialize in muscle building. Mm -hmm. I will work with people partially on fat loss, but more on the kind of building a healthier relationship with food being able to understand a little bit more about kind of what reaction stress has or what impact lack of sleep has and kind of being able to understand more of kind of the whole person. What is it that's going on and how can we use your nutrition and your lifestyle to make you feel better? And then we also work with Tom who will work on, on fat loss and kind of similar things. Yeah, and that's that's also the important thing is that all of, all, all of those goals and all those type of things we work with are under the pretext of having a better quality of life and being able to live more of live more of life like being able yeah. to go and feel confident to go and do more stuff have the energy to go and do more stuff it's not about building not about building muscle to be able to get on stage it's not about losing fat to cut down to to, to again to be get on fight. stage like that what's that being a fight be a, yeah exactly being a fighter anyway yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we wrestle all the time exactly <laughs> <laughs> like it's all under the pretext of, of, of all those things are to, to, to help people enjoy more of, of life. So that doesn't, and certain times that does mean somewhat cutting certain things and making certain sacrifices, but it's not at the cost of enjoyment and not at the cost of, uh, not, the, not, not at the cost of like swathing changes to, and you must change everything in your life to get there. Immediately. Uh, immediately. Yeah, it's a habit-based approach to, to to making positive improvements to your lifestyle. Uh, we work we work online uh, and in person yep. with with clients, uh, and take a very much a, a science-based approach, but relate it to your real life. So, kind of, it's not all wishy-washy stuff. Like, it's a combination of of science, the experience we have in working with people. Uh, and how that all relates to 
to towards your real life and how you can practically set actions and habits that will move you towards what you want to get to whether that is it whether that is building muscle whether it is fat loss whether it is health uh, whether it is any other whether it is some performance based stuff whatever it happens to be is yeah. is that's the that's the direction um i think you can probably talk a little bit more about that kind of our approach and how that works yeah so we'll i mean at least in our coaching we'll go through a full process of kind of con consultation and conversation at the start to understand where you are and where you want to be and be able to understand more of okay what might be the first steps that we take and generally the first steps that that we help you with in coaching will be the smallest ones that you kind of didn't even think of of oh yeah it does just need to be that simple and kind of setting you up for a series of tiny little actions that give you the biggest success possible so kind of that thing that kind of doesn't terrify you when you're to start doing it, that you could just get up tomorrow and add half a plate of veggies to your dinner. Like that is something that we can all fairly easily do. We mm. can nip down to the shop, grab a couple of vegetables. Okay, cool. I did that thing. Mm. And that wasn't as scary as, okay, you need to cut out 500 calories, 5,000 calories from your day. <laughs> I'm going to put you on a 1,200 calorie diet mm. and all you can have is dust for breakfast, a carrot stick for lunch and half a lick yeah. of peanut butter for dinner um <laughs> it's not going to be a miserable experience we also largely don't encourage tracking of food yeah. we'll help you to understand kind of what your plate should look like we'll help you with creating a shopping list i've taken clients into the supermarket and walked around with them to understand okay what would you normally buy okay cool how could we swap this okay that's a bit too expensive okay let's try this option that's a little bit cheaper and honestly that was probably one of my favorite coaching sessions <laughs> was just to walk around tesco express with sarah and just be like, right, okay, let's swap this for this, and we'll swap this for this. And she's like, all right, sweet, cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, kind of trying to make everything as practical as possible so that kind of you feel confident, so that you feel that you're able to go away and straight away do that thing without doubt, that you can then do that for a week. And then we might make it harder, we might keep it the same. Kind of very flexible in terms of how that feels for you. It doesn't matter how it feels for me. I'm not the one doing it. I'm going to help you to be able to, to do that in the process and just a series of small steps to to see those results that you want to see much faster than making giant leaps from one place to the other. We talked about actionable things and hopefully there's going to be a lot of actionable things. Go fill your plate with half veg first. There you go. That's an easy one. Super easy. Easy, easy improvement to, to the food that you eat. So that's kind of easy. We'll uh, talk a lot about Graham's yogurt pouches yeah, of 25 great. grams of protein. Honestly, me and Tom direct everybody to exactly the spot in the fridge <laughs> at least three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> Graham's yogurt pouches. Turn you around, send you out, cross the door, use traffic lights. And organ meat. <laughs> yeah. And organ meat. Your new obsession. Yeah, organ meat. It is good. It's, it's tasty it, and it's it cheap. It is tasty, exactly. Because often the the price of putting on muscle or eating healthily is mm -hmm. a barrier. So we are trying very hard to think yeah. of as many ways, ways around it. as possible to make it cheaper. Because then it's just more sustainable. It's not the, if I have money, I can eat well. No, let's just help yeah. you to you eat can well. can do it, yeah. Organ meat is the way forward. Well, if you're vegetarian. Probably not organ meat. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably Lentils. Not. Yeah. <laughs> so there, hopefully that gives you a little bit of uh, context around who we are, uh, why Empower, why we have a podcast, uh, and why, why it's called Empower Fitness and Nutrition. 
what we do and kind of how how we do things and hopefully over the next uh, over the episodes that we, we that we put up from here onwards there'll be some really actionable stuff that you'll be able to take away uh, we kind of we tend to often drill down specifically in each episode on certain things so drill into certain topics uh, I think probably the first one we've got coming up is actually going to be on muscle building Yeah, I think is going to be the first one it was um, very fun yeah we got a, a th- a three. it's actually three parts it's going to be three we separate. got far too carried away we'll be able episodes, to tell very quickly how enthusiastic we get about many yeah. many things yeah exactly <laughs> so you get of those those three episodes uh, that come up after this you those first three will be very actionable. There'll be some stuff in there you can take away. There's uh, bits of science to understand. There's some science in there as well. For the nerds out there like us. Exactly, like Tom. Yeah. Tom. Tom's part of our team, one of our coaching one of our coaching team, who uh, who is very much very much in the science. Yeah. He's a big fan of the science. I mean he did do his degree he, in biology. He did do a degree in which biology. Which I always forget and I'm like, how does he know so much <laughs> stuff? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, Oh yeah, like you did study this for an extended period of yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> So hopefully that gives you a little bit of context uh, about what you can expect from the rest of the podcast. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed, and uh, we'll, we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. See you all soon.